0: This is Irem Today, the property management show with Chrissy Denalian on AM 790 WPRV. Join them now for this live call-in show to discuss property management issues and hear from guests from all trades and programs discussing your real estate needs. Now, here's Chrissy.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Irem Today, the property management show here on AM 790. Today is Tuesday, October 23rd, 2018. I'm Chrissy Denalian. In here in, stu- in studio with my co-host, Rod Santagata. And we also have an, our honorary co-host, Jack Benz is back.
2: Good afternoon a good, beautiful Tuesday.
1: Welcome back. Welcome,
2: Thank Jack. you very much. We appreciate that.
1: And we were very lucky because Jack always has his political connections over here. So uh, he was lucky enough to get Governor Gina Raimondo on, on, on in, well, call in studio. Yes. Right.
2: Absolutely right.
1: And she's with us right now, right? Yes. Hi. Good afternoon. Hi. Welcome to our show. Thank
3: afternoon, you. Governor. Hi, Jack. How are you?
2: Fine. How are you, Gov?
3: Good. Very good.
2: Uh, good. I think we have so many items to go over in so little time. Uh, I know you have busy schedule. Uh, it's that time of the year and that time of the uh, in the election cycle. So uh, if we don't mind, Governor, we get right to it. Great. Uh, a couple of issues, obviously, that have been brought up over the course of the election process is the, the UHIP program. Uh, I, I guess there's, there's issues that have been resolved, but I guess there's still a lot of issues that uh, need to be resolved. And uh, from your standpoint, do you feel it's resolved and we are at the end of a difficult time and we're going to be able to uh, get Delouche to uh, pay some of the dollars that we've uh, to them because of their ineptitude inaptu-
3: in, yeah so i would say that we've definitely turned the corner and it is you know working insofar as we're paying claims there's no more long long lines. we've actually already gotten them to pay back about 85 million dollars oh, but it's which is good but you know i think they are there's more to do. It's one of these things, like any IT project, not perfect, not even close. I also think that there's more that they can do for us in terms of a credit. So we're going to, we're through the woods and we've turned the corner, but I'm going to keep working on it.
2: So we have um, no, we have no in, indication that we're going to be scrapping the system and starting over again, I hope.
3: No, that would that would be a disaster, so yeah. that would not be a good approach.
2: Oh, good. Another issue that's been on everybody's mind, and especially with the winter coming, is the ro- roadworks process, progress, and funding, and also the the issues that happen I-195. And I'm, I drive in every morning on Route 6 and Route 10, and I think um, not only me, I think other people are very concerned about how the redirection of the traffic is going to be. That even in the best of times, that's a difficult that's a difficult route to come in in the morning because it gets backed up uh, Dean street and, and be, the connection between I-95 I, I and 195. How I, I hope that we've uh, taken some steps uh, with uh, director Alviti to uh, eliminate some of the problems that we might have there.
3: No, I think they have, you know, the thing is, as you know, we have to fix the road. It's been neglected for so long. Mm-hmm. So the good news is we have a lot of road work going on. We just have to make sure we coordinate it to, alleviate the traffic but he is doing that and he's doing a good job and i think it'll be fine
2: oh good i'm glad to hear that employment in the state i i know you've touted that uh you've reduced uh the number of unemployed people in the state we're now at 3.9 percent i believe yep uh, yes is that correct Yes,
3: yeah, that's right yeah
2: and we're hopefully having a steady uh, employment and we're not going to have a disaster in another couple of years. Uh, and and the jobs that we're creating are jobs that are something that's gonna be uh long term. I look at I look at Massachusetts and their unemployment rate is three point five and they've added forty six thousand some odd jobs last year during the last year and they uh nineteen thousand plus or minus of them have been professionals and pretty high paying jobs so I assume that uh, with some of the programs that you've initiated that uh, we're gonna remain with employment pretty steady over the course of the next three, four or five years.
3: I certainly think we are in good shape to um, make that happen. you know some of the work like for example, fixing the roads, doing road work, fixing the bridges, will keep people employed. I'm hopeful that the school building bond which is ballot initiative number one is going to pass and that will provide a lot of work for people in the coming years and then the private sector is booming you know we have companies moving here companies expanding here so i think so i I definitely think that we're in a good place and one of the lessons you mentioned massachusetts one of the lessons we can learn from massachusetts is that they've been investing to rebuild their schools consistently over the past 20 years. And so when the economy dipped into recession, that helped them because they continue to build schools and continue to do road work. So I feel good. You know, I, nothing foolproof, of course, but I think we're in very strong position.
2: And the uh, the wind farm, the sale of the... Uh, what's the name of the company that was just Horset, recently uh, sold?
3: Uh, deepwater, wind.
2: yeah, deepwater Winds. Deepwater uh, Winds. Is that going to have an effect on... Uh, the lack of continuation in, in, uh, locations that we we, we have available. Are they going to stay there? Or are they going to, those are very high paying jobs.
3: I think it's a great thing. I think that they, and I've been in touch already with the company that's buying deep water and they want to grow in Rhode Island. They want to hire Rhode Islanders. They purchase deep water, um, because it's they they thought it was the best op the best company in in America to do this. So, mm-hmm. this is big for Rhode Island in terms of jobs and energy prices and clean energy, and and I think you're going to see a lot of opportunity in the like next 15 years.
2: Do, Governor, do we have the resources to train these people? Or are those people going to be coming from out of state to take these jobs? Or do we have the educational process and the educational process uh, in place that will, over the course of the next... Because this is going to be a long-term project, Deepwater Wings. I mean, this isn't something that's here today and all done next week. Okay,
3: this is No, you're exactly right. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it's my job. It's our job to make sure that the people they hire are Rhode Islanders. And I think the, the answer is yes. I mean, as you know, Jack, we're making big investments in... Uh, CTE in high schools. We've had a lot of expansion of these career and technical programs in high schools. We're investing in Davies. We're doing apprenticeship and job training programs. The Real Jobs Rhode Island program. The good news is um, these are high-paying jobs, by and large. Some of them are in the trades, you know, um, electricians and welders and operating engineers. A lot of them are um, undersea jobs, um, engineers, oceanographers, people to make boats. So I think they're all good-paying jobs, and we have to meet the needs with continued investments in job training. But I think we can. I absolutely think we can.
2: I, I know you just mentioned a couple of moments ago the job creation through training programs, and I one of the biggest things that I, I think that I look at and – been looking at and been involved in somewhat is the uh, electric boat apprenticeship program that, that's been much publicized but i think that that is still uh, a skill that takes a number of years to do and i know that we've had various programs uh, like in the uh, pbac in providence where we looked at that using that as well as working with electric boats so uh, and that's created a lot of very high paying jobs also with uh, electric boats
3: it has, and you know, just, just last Monday, we were at CCRI rolling out a new initiative where, uh, with Electric Boat, targeted at people who are working in Electric Boat, they're currently working there, additional skills in order to get a, you know, a higher paying job, and so we're creating an apprenticeship program, mm-hmm. CCRI will do the teaching. Electric Boat is giving people time to, you know, leave work early to go to CCRI and get the skills, so they're making it flexible. And I think we need to do more of that. You know, working really in partnership with the companies, like, for example, Electric Boat, and then training people for jobs that exist. Because it's, and a lot of it's apprenticeship. A lot of it is apprenticeship, not necessarily four-year college, but it's it's necessary and relevant job training.
2: I, I think also since you've been uh, in office, you touted uh, along with uh, commerce the economic development that you've put through over the course of the last three plus years, uh, and I think uh, you should be able to look at look back at that as an accomplishment that's been done, and, and it's taken a lot of cooperation between the Department of Commerce, uh, the DLT and everybody else so how do you feel going forward that what you've put in place is going to be 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 able to be sustained 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 excuse me
3: uh i feel good there's no reason that we can't um obviously i'm running for re-election and that's part of the reason why i'm i think it's so important that i get re-elected so these programs stay in place and we keep going we don't want to go backwards but you know, today I began my day in Newport with the groundbreaking of a new hotel down in Newport, and a place right on the wh- wharf where there's a parking lot right now.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, we
3: have projects all over the state: Providence, Johnson, West Warwick, Warwick, uh, around the airport. I I, I think, honest, I think we're just getting started. I think we, you know, there wasn't much going on when I became governor. Now we have a lot of activity. We have a pipeline. Businesses are looking at us. Real estate investors are considering investing in us, and I think it's very sustainable.
2: Oh, that's uh, hopefully it's, it's sustained. Do you, do you think that the economy in the state is any indication of, of what's going on in the country also, where the economy is good, and that's the kind of spinoff from what, what we're getting in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and, and throughout the country?
3: Uh, I would say to a certain extent, although... Again, in 2014, when I started 2015, most of the rest of the country was doing fine. Boston was... You and I used to talk about it. like Boston was was, uh, filled with cranes and activity. They were way out of the recession. And we were kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. And now we finally caught up and we're getting ahead. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, obviously helpful that the overall economy is strong and not in a recession. But I think most of the reason Rhode Island is adding jobs and training people and fixing roads is because of the decisions we've made over the, with the legislature, with cities and town, with local investors over the past three years.
2: Well, hopefully to sustain, but we always seem to be on the back edge and yeah. it takes us that much longer to get out of the doldrums. All right, and it's been th- that's been the case since I can remember, from my limited time on this earth and in this state. I mean, it just seems that uh, we are always the first to go in the doldrums and the last to come out of the doldrums. So uh, it it has to be sustained, I think, uh, through the uh, through the, some of the programs that you put in place. But I mean, it has to be sustained for the next four or five. Ten years, if we're going to stay in a in a state where we're not going to fall back into a uh, into a minor recession, I don't want I don't even want to talk about a depression, but a minor recession. Uh, because sooner or later, unless we built the foundation, we're not going to we're we're going to be back a couple of years back into where we were ten years ago, eight years ago.
3: Yeah, no, I think. I agree with a lot of what you said, and again, that's why I've been just trying to focus on fundamentals, you know, make it easier to do business, um, cut taxes for small businesses, fix our infrastructure, do job training. You know, these are all the fundamentals that will keep us strong, as you say, for the long term.
2: And an issue which is very near and dear to my heart relative to uh, wages. Minimum wage issue. Uh, everybody wants to make a lot of money and the minimum wage is uh, in Rhode Island's ten something. Am I correct or incorrect? Or is 1060.
3: It, uh,
2: 1060. Ten sixty. sixty? Mm-hmm. So if, if you... from a lot of small businesses, they, they panic every time that somebody says they want to raise the minimum wage. The minimum wage Unless I'm wrong and really don't know my history, uh, the minimum wage was not to be meant to be made a living wage. So that being said, the minimum wage, I thought, was when kids were going to college, uh, a, a secondary job or something like that. But if you're looking at it from a standpoint of a minimum wage being a living wage and being able to raise a family, that, that's, that's kind of a stretch especially if I'm looking at being my business, as you know, is in the housing industry with the rents that are in the moon and almost almost impossible for a family of two or three, uh, especially four with ne- needing an extra bedroom to uh, t- pay the rent of a two-bedroom, which is around, oh, God, depending on where you are in the state, it could range from anywhere from $1,100 to $1,400, and somebody making... $10, $11 isn't going to be able to sustain uh, the rent on that particular uh, apartment. So the minimum wage, everybody talks about bringing it up to $15 an hour. Uh, I don't know whether that's practical or not. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but uh, it's, it's going to be an issue.
1: Let's hear her comments. thoughts. Let's hear her thoughts. What are All your right. thoughts on you're it?
2: You're telling me to shut up. Right?
1: <laughs> no, I just wanted to hear her thoughts. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, Governor. You, you know me. I carry on. You told me to be quiet a couple
3: times <laughs> yourself. So. Uh, yeah, so I think it's a few things. I, By the way, I agree with you. It's extremely hard to make ends meet if, that, if that's what you're earning. And that's why since I've been governor, I've raised the minimum wage three times. And I think we ought to raise it again. You know, it's $11 in Massachusetts. And... We want to be competitive with our neighbors, but even at 11, 12, 13 dollars an hour, it's still, uh, it's a challenge to get by. That's why I'm so focused on job training. Mm -hmm. Because nowadays, in order to make a decent living, you have to have a skill. You have to have some degree or credential or apprenticeship or something past high school in order to make, um, a decent living. By the way, it also points to the need for more housing. Yes. Um. Some of what you just talked about is is because housing is expensive. We need more supply of housing to keep, um, you know, to keep it affordable. Forget about if you're making minimum wage. Even if you have a two-income family, some of the housing prices in Rhode Island, especially in cities, are just through the roof, and we have to do a better job of building housing so prices are affordable for people.
2: Well, I think I think that that. That's another issue. Before I get into the weeds with that with regard to soft money and and percentages and 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 the cost of uh, building new, new new facilities and the soft money you need, I think that's another. That's a whole another day and a whole another hour and a half. I think that you need to uh, <laughs> talk, talk about talk about. Well, housing.
3: actually, I'm glad you said that because I'm getting the hook um, on okay. this. I have to run to some another meeting, but we've been talking about doing this for a while, and I wanted right. to. Make sure to do it, but at another time we should talk about housing because uh, it's a, it's an issue. You know, it's an increasing issue, and it's something that I'm committed to helping find a solution for.
2: Well, I appreciate you you coming on, and I appreciate you being concerned about housing. And the only thing I want you to think about is the $250 million bond issue. That That, that is extremely important, too. I think there hasn't been a lot of advertising. I would hope that people are going to approve it. I think it needs to be done. And again, Governor, thank you very much for coming on. I know you said we've been trying to do this for a long time, and we appreciate it. Chrissy, yes, thank you very much. Thank for
1: you,
3: coming Governor. On. Rob. Thank you, Governor. Thank you, Jack. Thank yep. you, Christine. Yeah, vote yes on one. Tell your yep. listeners, vote yes on one. It's the school bond. It's incredibly important, and um, we've got
1: to make it happen.
2: Yes, ma'am. You have a great day, and good luck.
1: Thanks. Yep. See ya. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming on. I I mean that was very uh, great job. Thanks Jack for taking over the whole show. I really appreciate <laughs> it. And um, <laughs> asking questions. Just taking over. Um
2: I, I, I don't want to go off on a tangent because we wouldn't have got in. Oh. I didn't you got to well, you got to talk sorry, into I the mic. We, I mean, no, he, so. he thought we were just talking <laughs> it out over but here but <laughs> no, I didn't want to go off on a uh, and, and stop in the middle and get to the items that we had to get to because right. if we did that then we'd be Going sideways, right. and and we wouldn't have got to the items that I think were extremely important. I apologize. No,
1: uh, I, I, I I think that's fine. Where
2: uh, Rob and and Chrissy, I apologize for t- just basically <laughs> dominating the whole damn thing.
1: Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. We needed to get to those things, and I know that she was limited on time. So uh, we're going to talk a little bit more in depth when we come back, Absolutely. though, about it. Uh, so you're listening to IM Today, the Property Management Show. We'll be right back after this. God,
0: this Sponsored by Walgreens. Looking to save on Medicare Part D? Switching to Walgreens may help you save on your Medicare Part D prescription. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Talk to the pharmacist to learn more. With roots dating back to 1924, Chatterton Insurance would be honored to act as your expert habitational program advisor. We insure thousands of units, from your large subsidized apartment complex and your luxury condo exposure, to your private multifamily investment risk. Whether you are a new client or an existing renewal, we will exceed your expectations. Call Alan at 401-722-6010 or discover us at chattertonins.com. Change to Chatterton. Experience the upgrade.
4: Ike was such a sweet, lovable animal, and people would want to pet him, and they'd come up, and they'd get close to him, and it would be this instant, oh! My dad didn't want to touch him. It's like, ooh, get the stinky dog away from me. Even after we'd give her a bath, she would still stink. Very stinky, both bad breath and bad gas. I asked the vet, and he said, some dogs are just stinky.
5: Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help.
4: D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. The ingredients convinced me that it was definitely worth trying. After about a week, he started smelling normal. My husband and I were really kind of astonished. Dynavite is Nutrition. 859 428 D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E
0: dot oh. com. It's all gas and no breaks for the Brown Bears. Another exciting season of Brown University football is here, and we want you to join us at Brown Stadium. Into the end zone. Touchdown Darius Day. Join us at Brown Stadium Saturday, October the 27th, when the Bears host the Penn Quakers at 1 o'clock. Presented by Rhode Island Medical Imaging. He's into Bryant territory, and there goes the freshman, Scott Boyd. Toilet for a touchdown. Visit brownbears.com for ticket and game information on all Brown athletic events. It's toward the end of the AC season, it's hard to believe, but winter and the heating season will be on the way, and at Regan One Hour Heating and Air Conditioning, they're having two sales at one time, their end-of-season air conditioning sale and a pre-season heating sale. Don't wait, save hundreds on brand-name heating systems or air conditioning systems from Regan One Hour, a local family-owned company trusted for its industry-leading expertise. This time of year, save thousands on heating or air conditioning from Regan, including Mitsubishi ductless heat pumps that heat and cool any area, plus efficiency rebates and a wide array of financing plans. And at Regan One Hour Heating and Air Condition, they're a National Grid Value Plus installer They can convert your costly oil system to clean and economical natural gas. Regan One Hour, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, heating, cooling, plumbing, free in-home estimates. Call today, save, Regan One Hour, 401-461-8100 or online at ReganHVAC.com.
4: was such a sweet, lovable animal and people would want to pet him and they'd come up and they'd get close to him and it would be this instant, oh! My dad didn't want to touch him. It's like, ooh, get the stinky dog away from me. Even after we'd give her a bath, she would still stink. Very stinky, both bad breath and bad gas. I asked the vet and he said some dogs are just stinky.
5: Does your dog itch, scratch, stink or shed like crazy? come to Dynavite
4: for help. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. The omega-3 fatty acids. Flaxseed, zinc, alfalfa. The digestive enzymes that are cooked out of regular dog food. The ingredients convinced me that it was definitely worth trying. After about a week, he started smelling normal. My husband and I were really kind of astonished. Dynavite is nutrition 859-428-1000 d-i-n-o-v-i-t-e.com
5: oh. rich Please, is just a oh, really 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 good guy the term good egg isn't enough to describe him he's also certified organic and free range rich puts the cap back on everything the toothpaste the olive oil the shampoo everything makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad
0: Council. Rhode Island, home to hundreds of miles of pristine coastline. However, our state is susceptible to hurricanes and tropical storms. Our weather can change quickly and leave us unprepared for situations like floods or extended power outages. Take time and be prepared for hurricane season. Know your risk, acquire proper insurance, and identify evacuation routes. Visit riema.ri.gov for information. This message brought to you by the Rhode Island Emergency Management Agency and the Rhode Island Broadcasters
2: Association. My name is John Bentz, president of Property Advisor Group. Chatterton Insurance has earned our trust as our risk manager for generations. When we bought our first property back in the 1970s, general liability and workman's compensation were our concerns. Now, Chatterton continues to advise us on contemporary exposures such as cyber and employee practice liability. Call Allen or find them on chattertonins.com. I don't take endorsements lightly. Change to Chatterton. Experience the upgrade.
5: Now back to Iram Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business.
1: All right. It is 4.32 here on Iram Today, the property management show. I'm Chrissy Denalian along with my co-host, Rod Santagata. We're live here in the studio every Tuesday from 4 to 5 p.m. Before we left break, we were talking with our favorite honorary co-host, Jack Bentz jack what, what are you doing know. over there you're playing playing games he's headset. trying trying on new trying new, on earphones. new earphones i don't know he oh, thinks okay. it's uh we'll toys see. over here i'm not really got sure got what's the happening worst of it. we got through the, worst of, the it. worst of it the best of it you mean the best of it the best no, of I'm it about the headset oh the okay uh so yeah before we left we were actually talking with governor gina raimondo about a few different topics uh jack took over the show and and just no,
2: I apologize. It's fine. That already. I, it's I fine. I should have stayed I've been home. To bad
1: boy. I've been
2: a bad no, boy. no. That's
1: fine. That's what you're here for. We always like to turn it over to you whenever we have anybody on um, of the political nature because we know that you have the hard hitting questions, Jack. That's well,
2: why. I hope so. I hope so.
1: So when we were talking with uh, Governor Gina Raimondo, I mean, what what do you think were the mo- more interesting topics?
2: Well, I think one of the more interesting topics is still the UHIP. And where is that going, and how is it working out? I know we're in the in the bucket for probably well, we started out at 350 million, all right, and uh, obviously uh, Deloitte has graciously given us back 85 million, all right. I think we're almost by the time we get done, and I think with the governor's expertise and the governor's negotiating prowess, I think would probably stay somewhere around the three three $350 million to $400 million. Sounds like a lot of money, but in the overall scheme. I stands, don't have that
1: money, so if I don't that,
4: <laughs> if,
2: that, if that system works, uh, the, the issue was the abandonment of the old system before actually knowing that the new system worked instead of going, side, running them side by each or side by side by each. That's a Woonsocket term. <laughs> uh, until they knew that the new system was going to work and when it exploded, it was too late. Uh, the other issue, I think, is, is the roadwork. The next issue of importance is the roadworks and where the dollars are coming from. I know uh, we get so much money from the feds, uh, but, I mean, even at that, it, it's, a, it's a tax issue. Uh, hopefully there will be no new taxes for it. Uh, I would hope that the gantries would be enough to satisfy, uh, contrary to Patricia Morgan's uh Carrying on constantly about whether or not the gantry should be used and not used. And I, I, I shouldn't just pick on her. It's been been a lot of people. But I think that overall, I think the roads were and still are in terrible condition. And I think that Alvedi's been doing a great job in, in putting together some of the programs that he's put together that's that been sidelined for the last 40 years. And we keep raping the money out of uh, other projects instead of putting it into the roads. The money that's supposed to go there with regard to the gas tax. It's, it's a whole mishmash of things that, that finally is being taken care of. But I would hope that whoever gets in, whoever becomes governor, lieutenant governor, speaker of the House, that the, the prog- progress that we've undertaken over the course of the last four or five years uh, continues. All right. I think that one of the things I'm concerned about is the is the bond bill uh, for the uh, schools. Uh, as I mentioned to the governor, there hasn't been any TV, no talk print, of it, nothing, no advertising at all, and that makes me a little nervous. Uh, you know, when in you know, which when way do you som- think
1: that people are going to go to vote and they're going to see 250 in, in million my, in, in and they're going to be like, nope?
2: In my world, silence is deafening. I'd rather have somebody come at me and say you shouldn't be doing this. Instead of just silently saying, I don't want to approve this bond. I think it's two hundred and fifty million dollars. Let me tell you something. In my mind, two hundred and fifty million dollars is chump change compared to what's needed in the state to repair the school. Give
1: me your chump change then, Jack. I, I, <laughs> Give think, me your chump change. Two hundred and fifty is chump change. I
2: think it's I, I think it's more like four or oh. five billion dollars that's needed, really. And that's a function of whether you like it or not. All right, the municipality's stepping up. Because if you unless this unless this bond and the RFP is put the uh, request for proposals when the bond is passed unless the RFP from each municipality is going to be such that they throw in some money too uh, then this is going to be a joke because if you look at when Providence looks for a bond their bond is paid by the state ninety some odd percent. All right. In other words, mm-hmm. the state pays about 89% 80, <coughs> 80, of that bond. Now, let's say uh, Providence floats a bond for $50 million. Mm. The state's going to be on the hook for $40 million of that bond. Right. So so it, depending on how the RFP is put out and what the s- state's going to say, that the cities and towns going to have to, if they request part of that bond money, that's going to be interesting how that RFP is put out. And how the restrictions and the requirements are put out for people to access that part of that bond money, that's very crucial I think the uh, one of the other things that i I touched on was the uh minimum wage minimum wage in my estimation, if you're making minimum wage which is what the governor say? $10 $10.60. 10
1: she said. Yeah. Because I thought when I, you, when I first started working, it was $5. You, I was well, like, oh, my gosh. When I started working, oh my it was gosh. like
2: a buck and a half. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell you. <laughs> that's that's kind of telltale. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it will take f- one person working four jobs to rent an apartment that costs $1,200. All right. And if it, one person, I'm talking with a wife and a kid. In an apartment for twelve hundred and fifty to thirteen hundred dollars you need a two bedroom apartment. All right. Do the math. I mean it it is impossible for somebody to make a living wage with one job on minimum wage. It just ain't possible.
1: Right. But I don't it. think we're talking about living wages, we're talking about Enough. minimum wage, right? Minimum. Well, am I wrong? No, <laughs> am I, I wrong? It.
2: They Depending want to boost the minimum wage. I know. Out here talking, you talk to some of the people then in some of these advocacy groups. Uh, they're talking about fifteen dollars an hour. Right. And that is not enough. No. All I. Right. Uh, we've got. Some I just people. don't
1: know how I'm going to even even just in property management how I would get people to do the jobs that they do. Sometimes, like how would I how would I be able to afford that at fifteen dollars an hour for some from for some of the jobs. Jobs uh, as a minimum wage job. I know. I you know, know. That,
2: that's that's where my next. story right. If I really wanted to drill into it, uh, relative to you're talking about hiring somebody right, for right, more than fifteen dollars an hour. Right. So you as a or a cleaner or anybody. Manager, right. Yeah. You as yeah. a property manager, you look for uh, the the company that has the best price. So somebody that has the best price, right. generally speaking, is only paying their people anywhere from twelve. Right, and I'll be nice to sixteen dollars an hour. That is nice of you. If they, <laughs> depending if they have a supervisor, yeah, That's supervising four or five people, three people, whatever. right? All right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, so you're you're looking on the other end of it, right? And the company that's trying to get your get your business, he or she is looking at what I, the least amount I can pay my people, so that I can get the job that you want to get done, right? So that's the dilemma. I know that's the dilemma. So there's. Eventually, all right, uh, minimum but then, wage.
1: But then you're trying to keep the cost of the apartments down because, you know, you're keeping the cost of the apartments down. Yeah. You're you're saving money on money that you're spending out. But if you're paying everybody a higher wage, then the cost of the apartments Once are going to go up. And then the people that are living in the apartments are going to be able to afford it. So I, I don't know. It's, it's kind a, of a catch 22. Call it. <laughs> I don't it's know. called a
2: conundrum. Right. So you have to, you, th- there's got to be some balance somewhere. And I don't know. and... and I do not want to get into the weeds with regard to soft money and building apartments and and, and what the cost of building is, uh, but from a development standpoint, I'm in the development business, from a development standpoint, if I can't build an apartment for a number that I can get the rents for, then I'm not right. going right. to build them. I'm not going to build them. So here we have uh, the Department of Commerce and we have other... Rental housing, all right. Uh, which don't have a lot of money. Uh, the feds are cutting back on some of the programs, so somebody's got to come up with a program. And Elizabeth, uh, what's her name? In uh, in 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 Mass. Warren. Warren. Yeah. yeah thank you.
4: Brain, brain warp again. <laughs> That's all right. Elizabeth Warren in
2: Mass <laughs> says her her platform is going to be uh, she wants to have the government spend a trillion dollars to build affordable housing. Okay, uh, that's fine. Where do you get the trillion dollars? Uh, we need, we need a, what, 800 million, 900 million, a billion dollars or $10 billion or whatever it is for road work throughout the country. The infrastructure mm-hmm. is falling <coughs> down. All right, uh, I, I listened the other day on, uh, I think it was 60 Minutes, where they were talking about redoing the subways in New York City, $40 billion over 10 years. Uh-huh. And by the time they get done, it'll be about $80 billion. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't, wish I knew the answer. I mean, yeah. I know all the problems, but I don't right. have a lot of answers.
1: But I mean, even the situation that... I mean, the scenario that you played out if, about building an apartment complex, and if that's not going to make the money, then you're not going to build it. But if you build the complex, then now you're creating jobs. So it's still... It's a total conundrum. Yeah, like I, I don't know.
2: I, I can build you know? it, but I need the states' yeah, help. Yeah, right. All right, and I need Feds' help. So that they put in. If I got a ten million dollar mortgage, all right, I need soft money. All right, soft money being they got to give me three million dollars. So instead, I, I don't have to raise the rents to fifteen hundred dollars. I can rent them for twelve hundred bucks if they give me some soft money. Mm-hmm. Soft money paid on the back end. Yeah. All right. In other words, if I got a uh, a 20-year mortgage, I, I don't have to pay a, until the end of 20 years on the other $3 million,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know. But, I mean, that's the only way it's going to work. Mm-hmm. That's the only way it's going to work, unless you have this Mr. Fain coming into Providence and want to build this mm-hmm. high-rise apartment and, and spend $300 million, all right, if he wants to spend $300 bucks. But his apartments are going to be, and a I do think, <laughs> think I'm moments. exaggerating, between yeah. 3000 and $5,000 yeah. a unit.
1: Yeah, and that's what we're seeing a lot, though, in Providence. There's been a lot of uh, luxury, more on the luxury end of the apartments that are being built. Even, I know we've talked on the show multiple times about luxury college apartment complexes and luxury, which is kind of an oxymoron, um, and different developments that are going up in Providence that are all kind of geared towards luxury apartments. But we talk week after week that when Jack's here about, the affordability of apartments, and there's well, and not. If you
2: look at you look at the ones on Canal Street, uh, the original uh, building that was built on Canal Street almost went belly up. Oh, by the way, along comes Risty, and says, "Hey, we can rent that unit." Oh, no kidding! You can rent that unit. Oh, God, really great! Uh, we're going to put four kids in one unit. All right, at <laughs> at what a thousand dollars a kid? Right. Mm. All right. They, yep. And they take over. They took over the mortgage. They took over everything. And they, $4,000 instead of what they were trying to rent before, which didn't make sense, at $2,000. So they double the rent because they put four kids instead of just a couple being in there with a, with a child. Right. All right. So they that's how they made it make sense. Right. And that's what they, that one, on, now the new one on Canal Street, that rent of that one is going pretty good. But that one's up in the $1,800 a year. Right. You know, so, and they're doing fine because the economy is different. It's a, it's a difference in the economy. If you hit you hit a soft spot in the economy, you build something like that, you're dead, mm-hmm. and you don't have any soft money.
1: Way to bring us up on this Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon <laughs> here, Jack. Sure. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> looks like I'm <laughs> gonna
4: have to play we Mega had,
6: Millions tonight.
1: <laughs> great and then you'll take that money and invest it into <laughs> Rhode Island, apparently. Absolutely. So well, uh, I've
2: invested in Rhode Island. I think I think it's Rhode Island is a great place. It's it's a, it's a, a bedroom community to Boston. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that's why that's why we're doing very well right now because a lot of people are commuting between here and Boston. Yeah. That's why the rents are so high, and that's why I think Mr. Fain says that he's got no problem. If he's, this guy isn't stupid. If he's spending three hundred million dollars, he is not. He is not doing this because he had just a whim. Right. All right. He knows something that we should know, and I think I think most of us do know that's in the business that that will be a success, right. and that will be the beginning. I think. Uh with all due respect, and I hate to quote buddy Ciency, but a Renaissance city all right and it it started over with the uh with the mall all right then nobody wanted
1: mm-hmm.
2: all right, and it's kind of gone to uh where g tech is all right. And then it was built along the waterfront with the other apartments that are. You're
1: welcome. just naming places that my father built. So oh, shout that? out to my dad for that one. <laughs> that? Um, we're actually gonna have to take. Time, we're going have to take a quick break. Uh, we'll we'll be right back right after this. You're listening to the IRM Today, the Property Management Show.
0: Brought to you by TrueCar. Looking to buy a car? Online shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for the car you want and see what other people paid for it too. When you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit TrueCar to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. If you're an asset or property manager who manages or oversees a team that manages large portfolios of multifamily office, retail, or industrial properties, consider becoming a certified property manager through the Institute of Real Estate Management. The Institute of Real Estate Management, IRAM, is an international community of real estate managers dedicated to ethical business practices maximizing the value of investment real estate and promoting superior management through education and information sharing. An affiliate of the National Association of Realtors, IREM is the home for all industry professionals connected to real estate management and the only organization serving both the multifamily and commercial sectors. CPM members are recognized as experts in real estate management. For more information about the benefits of CPM membership, visit IREM.org. That's I-R-E-M.org. Invest in yourself. Become a CPM.
5: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. I weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever.
0: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say. To andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro400.com.
5: Now back to Iram Today, the property management show with your host, Chrissy Denalian on AM790, your station for talk and business.
1: All right. It is 449 here on Irem Today, the property management wow. show. Time flies. You're
2: having what? fun.
1: I'm Chrissy Denalian along with My interrupting uh, honorary co-host Jack Benz (laughs) and my regular co-host Rod Santagata. We're live here in the studio every Tuesday from four to five p.m. So before we left, we were talking a little bit about uh, we had Governor Raimondo on the show. We were talking about different uh, topics that we were talking with her about affordable housing. We kind of we went all over the place as far as uh, (laughs) minimum wage and uh, everything. I know tons of things. I know. All right. We didn't really talk that much about Irem though, which oh, we got to talk I, about. IRAM. I know. I to, mean, we the, need to talk about yeah. sponsor. Yeah. We so, all get fired. I know. Irem. Irem stands for the Institute of Real Estate Management, and it is the most professional group in the world for managing real estate. Um, and we have tons of different events. They we also do designations through Iram as well. Uh, one of our designations is the ARM. Rod. Yes. Hi, how Hi. are you? I Hi. I feel like hey, I, I, here to, to here I haven't talked to you all show. I'm here today. I haven't talked to you all show. So uh <laughs> tell me what is the ARM? That's
6: the accredited residential manager.
1: And tell me about you being an ARM. Um
6: I'm
1: putting you on the spot here. Yeah,
6: putting me on the spot, <laughs> but uh yeah, I'm a I'm a site manager um who has my ARM credential. Um I think it I think it has helped me in my career having my designation Mm -hmm.
1: um and you're working towards i'm
6: working towards my cpm
1: which that is another designation and jack what tell me about the cpm
2: cpm is a cadillac of the industry it is like having a master's degree from brown university in the property management field wow
1: wow huh and, and Rod is working towards his I'm master's degree at that. Brown University, <laughs> apparently. Well, you're, well, you're I, an ARM. I was thinking Oxford. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I was thinking Oxford. No, we
1: have, <laughs> to, we have to keep it local. <laughs> we're lo- local Rhode Island chapters. Because so you're an
2: ARM. I am an ARM. And you were the ARM of the year.
1: I was. But oh did you know God. that Rod was an ARM of the year, too? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yes. 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 We both
6: have, we both oh, have wow. those. We both have arms. The, Man. We both have arms. Between the two of us, we have two arms. We have two arms.
1: And two, company here. two wow. awards that could probably kill somebody with. Yeah, I,
6: I don't, like. I don't leave it on my desk.
1: No, I, I put mine <laughs> on a shelf up uh, on top, out of, so. out of reach. I, so, yeah,
6: I keep mine out of reach.
1: Right, and yeah. mine, mine looks like it could do some damage, but but, okay, yeah.
6: but it's a
2: great, it's a great honor to be an ARM. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you're working toward a, a CPM. You are too. Yes, I'm. Christy?
1: I'm gonna try. I haven't started yet. I've been, no so I've been so busy. I've been so busy. this, this, this side gig and i have uh, oh. <laughs> i mean this my job normally i feel like is very busy too a lot of hats i wear so well,
2: i'm sure you'll someday in the near someday. future i hope so start the process i
1: i have to because we talk every week about the scholarship and how there's money in the scholarship so i could actually get the cpm for for free i mean it's 75 okay. percent off of the yeah. course cost um and your you, company would pay something yes IT, probably right? yeah and, and so if they, they don't good. i could even apply at a national level and cover the other 25 percent. so i mean education. i don't know what's wrong with me I that, just that i'm just dragging my doing. feet <laughs> over here but uh you can go right on our website iramri.org and you can look into that you can look into the different designations that we offer through iram you could look into getting your scholarship you just have to apply about a month before the the course starts uh, to see if you get the scholarship. I think it's like a month and a half, maybe 45 days or something like that, that that you have to apply for. You got a scholarship. Yes, I did. Did you get it for both the ARM and CPM Um, or?
6: Just for the CPM courses.
1: Yeah. Those are more expensive anyway. Yes. (laughs) So you're better (laughs) off getting it for that, right? Yes. let, Let me,
2: let me tell you something. If I was interviewing somebody. Tell me. For a job in, in, in my operation and, two people come in and one had a CPM and the other one did not, obviously I'd give both individuals a rigorous uh, test and and interview but if if it come down to, if they had equal intelligence, equal uh, resumes, my deal would be I would go with the CPM. right, Because I understand the value of the CPM in the industry and not only in not only in my particular uh, operation, but in just about everybody that is has significant portfolio, they would want somebody with a CPM. It's just a designation that
1: opens doors, right? Really. Yeah. Right, and having that background just alone right. stands for itself. So, if you're interested in anything from our designations to some of our events that we're going to be talking about in a little bit, uh, you can actually give Karen Cuddle a call, who is our associ- association executive, and her phone number is four zero one four seven nine seven seven three four. We're, you know, she's always very helpful if you have any questions, even about the scholarship, even though she doesn't really have anything to do with that. She'll she'll still give you information about that or where to find it on the website. Absolutely. Um, we do have a couple of different events that are going on. She actually emailed me uh, telling me, sorry, I sidetracked, uh, that we actually have a new uh, industry partner, and it's Liberty Roofing, and Robert's Chemical is, is joining, too. So we have a couple new, so. uh, partners, of new industry partners. Friends of Iron. Industry partners now. Industry partners. Yes, oh, yes. Oh, Friends of Ireland yes. anymore? Yes, no, no, oh.
4: no. Nope.
1: Nope. See, Boy, you miss a couple of old. weeks and forget it. They <laughs> yeah, changed I'm the name you. on <laughs> you. But they're, all, they're both industry <laughs> partners. But we do have, um, what, what do we have going on, Rod? Uh,
6: well, we have the uh, Walk a Fine Line, illegal cases with tenants with mental disabilities. And that's tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Yeah. Where? That's at the Hillcrest Village Apartments. In Providence?
1: Yeah, and uh, Frank Flynn, one of our industry partners, he's going to be teaching that. That's going to, um, I, if there's any room on it, you can always give Karen a call. I know that registration closed, but she can probably sneak you What's in your there. What's her number? Uh, again, 401-479-7734. And then we have the industry partner night, am industry partner night, which is when, Rod?
6: Oh, that's Wednesday, November 7th uh, at the 1149 in Warwick, Division street in warwick
1: yeah and registration for this closes a week from today week october from today. 30th so uh, make sure that you go right online and because rod is very excited about this swag bag that they're going to be swag giving bag. out they're going to be giving out swag bags and drink tickets appetizers and What's desserts a swag bag it's a swag bag it's, know, it's, got it's got all it's different it sounds like it's
6: um, filled with wonderful filled with things. goodies yes oh. <laughs> um
1: and then lastly they just came out with our our installation dinner so uh that's going to be held where
6: at the crown plaza and when? Uh that's going to be December 5th. Uh registration begins at 5:45 p.m.
1: Yep, and it um registration closes on November 24th. So there is some time for you to register. Uh there's uh different prices depending on your membership, but there's going to be uh the installation of probably some CPMs, ARMs and the new board. So that they announced the new board, though, at the last meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, everybody's going to be inducted.
2: Inducted. And installed. And installed. And installed. <laughs> Both installed. inducted installed. And and know, know. A, it's an oxymoron. I don't well, know. Which, we'll which give one do you like?
1: I mean, and I'm sure that we'll just give a round of applause to Jack Benz Dining while we're there, too. Yep.
2: I, I've already registered, by the way. Oh,
1: you have? Yeah. 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 And uh, usually th- we do Toys for Tots for that event too so bring a toy bring a toy yes and if you're interested in anything that we went over today from designations to becoming an industry partner you can give Karen a call again at 401-479-7734 if you've missed any part of the program you can subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for iRam today or you can listen to the podcast on our website at iRamri.org i guess that'll do it for today
2: absolutely looks like it. arrivederci arrivederci, yeah,
1: arrivederci. Yes. great
6: day Great thank program. you so
1: much for coming on and bringing thank guests. You. And, Rod, always a pleasure. Thank you. I'll see uh, you next you week.
6: I'm, I'm going to rush to get my <laughs> me, make a Millions ticket tonight. <laughs> <laughs> see you Whoa. next week. I got it. Bye-bye.